the Bottled Soccer Talk program. My name is Nestor, and uh, that's Henry right there, and this is number 124. Yes, sir. Number 124 of two guys, two mics, two pints. We're back at it again on this uh, 8th of February. How you doing, man? Doing all right, man. Um, You know, just... uh same old, same old. Enjoying all these sports, a lot of a lot of big news in in the football world, both on the field and off of it. Um, and yeah, as it pertains to the club I support, it, it's it's been very heavy on my mind and on my timeline. So I can't wait to discuss that with you all. Well, I guess I guess we should really just get into it, right? Uh huh. Um, the FA, the English FA, has has uh well announced that they have been investigating Manchester City for breach of uh, financial rules uh, over the last 4 years. Yeah. Well, they've been uh investigating it for 4 years, but the the actual um allegations or like uh, transgressions, I guess you can say, have been since well, ever since they've been bought out. Yeah, there's there's, there's been somewhat room. of a witch hunt towards them. Um, okay. Yeah, there's been sniffing around, you know. There's been sniffing around for a while. I'll say, you know, this is it's not uncommon ground for for the club, for the fans, even for the players cuz there's plenty of players who were on the team that dealt with this back in 2018. However, it was coming from a I guess a foreign entity in the form of UEFA who uh, investigated them for similar offenses, um, more so pertaining to, like, some of the uh, alleged um, hiding of, of salaries through, like, you know, off-the-record, off you know, contracts with managers like Mancini, uh, disproportionate reporting of, of profits based on sponsorship, and, and the lack of transparency with the ownership of those said sponsors and, and all that. And there are rules, right? There are rules that that exist with FFP, and and the main thing I think for anybody, even as a neutral, is you might not agree with FFP and what the rules are, but they are the rules. So if you break them, you do have to pay the consequences if proven guilty under a fair uh, judgment, I might add. And that's what City did with the UEFA case; they took it to the court of arbitration. And had a third party see it, and you know they time barred some of the evidence. And even when the evidence had to be uh, shown, it, it was proven that City, you know, were not in fact, uh, you know, cooking the books or whatever people were saying. So that's that's just quickly a backtrack to that what 2018 they case. Get a fine. They did get a fine, and that was for the withholding of the evidence until the final moment is when they gave it. So they got punished for not cooperating. Until they wanted to cooperate, which the, is what's going on right now. So that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. So City have assembled a legal team to fight this. Um, you know, it's it's a it's bad on the reputation of the club. But again, until anything is proven, it's all alleged. I want. Well, I just quickly want to say that because everybody's saying it in a, with a damning sense of of confirmation without having any any evidence to back a, that up. There's a hundred charges. Like over a hundred charges in an in an eleven year span. Sorry, well, really, if we're counting until today, twelve year span, and and I was gonna say th- those charges are are all very minute 
it's just really it's well, like yeah any little thing within a certain time like, it's like yeah be a charge, right? it's yeah. like the mancini thing and then it's it's the etihad airway sponsor that's two uh and then there's just like several other smaller examples by the way which i may add i strongly do not believe that we're the only club in the league and in the world especially in europe that has engaged in these kind of tactics oh, psg is psg Bayern. i'm not saying I can't say, like, for sure, for sure, but I'm saying every club has skeletons that they are hiding. And and there's well-known people in the industry that uh, have claimed all that. All right, so so I guess the, the main ones are, because, like you said, out of over 100, I'm sure the major ones are the ones, I guess, worth punishing over are the, are the, the payments made separate from the club. So, mm-hmm. well, like you just alluded to, the, the Mancini thing. Mancini was getting his like the quoted club salary, which is released to the public. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's on. I don't. I don't know the actual number, but let's say five million a year, whatever his salary is. Um, that's to satisfy that. But then the, there was some accounting done, or, or from, through an outside business, where he was getting paid even more. Yeah, yeah. And then again, this is all alleged. I want to say, nothing has been proven. Yeah. And even after having to defend these same claims in two thousand eighteen. Still hasn't been proven. So I just want to... I feel like City do deserve a little bit more benefit of the doubt now that they've defended and cleared their name previously. But the issue is that there's people that are really, really hell-bent on making sure City get not only fine, possibly points deducted, or relegation. Some extremes even suggesting uh, title stripping, which I don't think would happen, but anything's possible when the jurisdiction is up to the FA, you know? And... It's no secret that, you know, City and, and Chelsea to an extent have, have been very much well, targeted. Well, Chelsea's in a different situation. They're they're just spending a ton of money, but that's money that's, that's there. Whether it's complying with FFP is a whole other thing. That's the question, yeah, yeah. But, you know, and, and again, City's probably not the only one that engages in this, but there have been cases where there's like kind of shell companies or ghost companies that provide sponsorship money yeah and that is valuable to clubs because that's counting as revenue sure right so so say you know x company you know gives them a sponsorship of 10 million dollars that can be counted as revenue allowing you to to spend a little bit more on players or what have you right right to comply with ffp now you do that with enough with enough clubs or I'm sorry, with enough companies, you know th- that can make up a, a significant amount of um, of revenue. Yeah, and, and that allows you to splash. FFP only goes for you know it only counts for three years of of revenue versus what you're spending. Um, it, it's a little complicated, and it is very it complicated. Stands, yeah, as it stands, it's kind of irrelevant, really. I mean, especially looking at what what Chelsea's. Not a lot of people like to admit it, but I struggle to believe that people are so naive not to at least partially believe that the people enforcing this or wanting this to go through are the clubs that have justified spending, you know, where profits and popularity, history, establishment matches whatever needs they may need to buy. Right now, if you're not as an established club, you don't get the opportunity to improve your team, improve your standing without a justified margin of profit. So 
clearly that does favor a certain subset of, of teams. It does. And um, I don't know if it's malicious, but but it's a byproduct of of the ruling. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't know if, if it if that intent is made to be like we're going to marginalize the the teams that obviously have lower income yeah. versus these these clubs that have stadiums that can hold eighty thousand people. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing though. It, it does favor those clubs, but we does, don't know if it's intentional. It does natu- naturally. It does favor them. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. know it would be kind of interesting because a lot of people talk about cap space. That I don't think I don't I'm not a fan of that, and I don't think it should exist. But, you know, how interesting would it be if every team had a certain average that they can spend and they can surpass? That would be fairer than in that case. Why, why can only certain teams be allowed to drop 300K, 300K, 300 mil in a window, but, uh, but other teams have to answer for that? You know, it, and that's where it's just, it's very, it's very weird. And I don't think it should be in effect, at least maybe revised to be more lenient to, to newcomers because... If not, we're going to keep seeing the same clubs at the top, and it's never going to change unless it's some crazy, you well, know, fortune I, of I, events. Yeah, um, but you're kind of – and we can talk about that a little bit because I do I do have my ideas and, and in the juggernaut that the, that the prime is becoming. But uh, going back to the whole city thing, I mean – I mean, maybe you know about this, and I had no idea about this, but there was a case where Citigroup bought $2 billion worth of Manchester City product. Is that proven? Is that proven? I don't know. It's alleged. And that's that's my problem. But, but like, it's those things where it's like, well, why would that be invented? Like, where where would that come from? Well, it's very very easy to to make falsify claims like that, you know? And people are more malicious than you, you'd like to think, I feel, in that regard. I'm not saying that it's not true. I'm just saying that, you know, that kind of stuff can be purported to so kind of push you, do, do an feel, agenda. Do yeah. you feel like do you feel like City don't have any wrongdoing in in this whole case? I don't think I don't think it's I don't think it's like something that we can just kind of brush aside and, and say, Well, nothing's going on here. You know, they're they're just kind of coming after us because they're jealous. I, I'm not. I'm not so sure it's that simple. Oh no! Every every club has some uh, disin, disingenuity. They have some dishonest ways of working. I, I just don't think City are the only one. City are the most successful one, and City have always carried that enigma of being a dirty oil club owned by you know Arabic owners who are just here to take over the league. And and that's really the perception I get from neutrals. You go to any city post, the any comment you know section is filled with that. I mean, a lot of people don't like City, and same with PSG and even Chelsea to to a certain extent. Now the established clubs that have been around for decades, they don't quite get that reception because you know a lot of the masses have grown to just accept and even glorify the fact that these clubs are so great and successful. It's not to say that City are innocent. I think there there surely might be a case to be made that maybe there's been some dirty spending or offshore contracts. That has yet to be proven, though. The moment that that is proven, I'll be the first to say, hey, it's proven and it's been done. I almost believed it in 2018, but the records show that that was all cap. It was not, it was not true, or at least no evidence could be found that it was true. So, I mean... Well, I think, I think when, when we talk about that, it was... It was that the punishment couldn't be carried out. Not not that not that they were cleared of any wrongdoing. It was, it was the 
the punishment that that they were facing, which was I think two years without Champions League or something like that, the punishment itself wasn't wasn't legal or something something like that. Yeah. But, it, but I don't think it was necessary that they were cleared of any wrongdoing. And they were all, they weren't also condemned for any wrongdoing. So I mean, there's well, no, they were fined. And that and you're fine for like I told you for time barring and and not cooperating cooperating with the governing body that was trying to try them so yeah i mean that's that's my point you could look at it from one side or another and you know it all i can say is factually they they have been proven innocent before and there's a lot of growing confidence not only from the city group but even from certain journalists that they are going to be proven innocent and if any punishments do get carried out it's not going to happen for years down the line i think i think when we go into precedent there's a lot of skepticism into into the idea that, well, last time they got a slap on the wrist, maybe this time they're going to get a slap on the wrist, maybe just slightly harder. If if that, if anything comes of I it. I think that's that's very believable, by the way. Yeah, I don't think City get much of a fair well, trial like, with the then, FA. Then the FA has to, I think one, the FA is doing some posturing. They probably got some some of the, the Liverpool, the United, um, Arsenal people... Tottenham in their people in their ear, just like, hey, look at these guys, look at that guy. You know, they keep winning, they keep getting away with this. Obviously, they got away with the CAS um, arbitration last time. Like, look at look at their shit. Just make sure that they're clean. It's funny, right? yeah, it's funny. Uh, too. There has to be conspiring, right? Oh, let's let's yeah. be honest there. Um, it, it's yeah, it's, but it, it's proven. That is proven, so, by so, the way. So yeah, so the FA's needs some posturing and. The precedent is that there's not much going to happen there. Like I said, maybe just a slightly harder slap on the wrist. And there's a lot of skepticism towards that. If you're looking for, like, a real punishment towards City. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I think the FA knows that that City, like, punishing City harshly in terms of dropping points or... Or relegating them or, or expelling them from the league. I think they know that that hurts the league. Yeah, City, yeah. City is a product now. City, may, maybe not to the degree that, you know, Barcelona is or Manchester United. But but everyone knows City. Everyone kind of looks at City as, as quality in terms of football. By now, anyway, right? So you don't stand to win anything by expelling them from the league. Yeah, but it's the principle of the rule breaking, and and this is where I understand why people want a punishment to go down because there is an example that has to be made. But, but there is no precedent for anything like that. Yeah, like, I know what, there what is. is. What is a fair punishment? Well, I don't what? look. I I don't think we should be punished in the first place because face value, the money we've spent in the last thirteen, fourteen years. Is comparable with many other clubs in the league. Maybe not many, but you know, United, uh, Chelsea, the big clubs, the big clubs. Yeah, like, and like, like you said, like the the rules have been have been uh, made to yeah. keep the good clubs good, and then the the lower clubs bad. Yeah, it's like that when people say cheating, I think it's it's a bit of a, an exaggeration. I think now, if, if City were found guilty for the majority of the starting lineup to be taking some kind of enhancement drug i'd say yeah we fucking cheated like 
that that's fucked up because there are some games that came down to that. Do you know? we ever have like complaints of salary? No, no, city, city. Like that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, like, like notably, they're pretty satisfied with their wages, even though some are kind of underpaid. Yeah, and the Brian himself was underpaid, and he and had to the, make his own PowerPoint. And that's a yeah, yeah. He represented himself, but that <laughs> see that kind of stuff too can also lead to the imagination of a cynic to think, well, fuck, they they just can't well, be getting club, paid there. Every like, club has guys that are like, well, I want more money, or guys that sign pre contracts, or you know, are promised right. a certain and things that are very I mean, hard for, to be proven. Them, by the way, for them, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. It's, but there's there, there's always like the the outside sources and um, the Rui Pintos of the world, the Romain Molinas. Sure, yeah. Um... You know, you don't really hear that from from city side. So, if you're a, a conspiracy theorist, if you know, if you dabble in that, you know that that could be one of those one of those things that make you wonder a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm not one to deny it to say that city have not benefited from the spending. They have massively. They've been afforded, especially in the early days, like where people are going back to now. Oh nine, they were afforded to make bad mistakes with signings. Still making it work because it was such a talented team. I mean, how lucky were they to draft, uh, draft, uh, pick up players like Yaya Torre, David Silva, Aguero. But for all those players, there's plenty of duds. But the money kept rolling in. I think now cities, especially in the last five six years, the spending has been more methodical. I feel like we've been as fair as fair as any other club. I think, I think the the route City has taken is yeah, you you spent a lot on the front end when you first came in, maybe the first five or six seasons. Yeah, a ton, like like oh yeah, a, yeah. a ridiculous amount. But but now you, that was like in a way the price of admission. Like hey, maybe maybe things were dishonest. Maybe think maybe things for a while were dishonest. It could be yeah. But but again, this this is what we had to do in order to become one of the big boys. And by the way, that's standard business practice. If I if I open a donut shop in the valley and there's already plenty of great established donut shops i'm gonna have to set some money aside some extra bread to put me over the edge that's kind of what city did that's kind of what newcastle are beginning to do um i think it's very harsh ffp but the fact of the matter is you can disagree with ffp but the rules are the rules so if city did violate them they do deserve some kind of punishment what that ends up being we won't know for a very long time it sounds like it's going to be really well the amount of charges that have been filed or that have been reported um the though like you said earlier it could be ranged from stripping titles could be ranging from expel expulsion from the league which I don't think is going to happen um but there's a lot of uh, hyperbole and all of that kind of shit um I don't know if any of it really makes any sense because there's some some teams are like yeah, strip them of their title, you know, and give it to the team that's that that was runner up for that year. You're telling me if you're Manchester United in 2000, I don't know, 15, where they came in second place. Even the the 2000 uh, uh, thir- 2012 2013 title, like this right. guy made a great point. He's like the only memories United will have of that title if it was stripped from City and give it to them was their final match against Sunderland with the most disgusting look on their face. After finding out that they just ever so slightly lost the league title, right? You can't go back and and relive that parade. You can't relive that you're celebration. A fan and you celebrate those like, yeah, we're you know we're fucking, I don't know how many times they have. We're we're thirty time champions. 
That's disgusting. Don't do that. Yeah, do it's that. tough. It's like, tough. And then uh, I think United got second place the quite, year quite before Quite a few last. times. Yeah, yeah. The, the year before If you're going to celebrate those or count those, don't. Don't do that. That's that's pathetic. Um, now, stripping them, it's not going to – and to the, to the inverse of that, you're not going to strip the, the City fans' memories of that. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, yeah. like, the, the, that happiness. You, well, the Aston Villa this past season. Yeah, yeah. That win. It's going to be, like, still hit, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure, yeah. You, you might not be my girl anymore, but you, you might not be my title anymore, but we know who lifted it up that day. So, I, I think um, I, I think what, what would be crazy is if, is if transfer fees were minimized. So... You know, oh, like saying, st- yeah, I know what you mean. Like, if Jack Grealish was 120, 110, he was really actually 160, but. Right, and, says, and, yeah. and we. But then, but then the other teams would be complicit in that, and they would get a punishment too. That's that's the, the grimy part. Right, but. You know, another, that's not out of the realm of possibility if we're talking about dirtiness within clubs. Yeah. So it would behoove them to. to keep mom. Yeah. Don't, don't push on that. So if we if we find out that Villa or I don't know Burnley or Dortmund were weren't you know kind of cooperating, then we can figure out that okay maybe there is some shady shit going on. Yeah, well one crack and, on and the that, vase, and that would be wild. I think that would be. So it, it, it would be a domino effect because like let me give you a hypothetical. So like, City spent a, a, a nice pretty penny. It wasn't crazy, but a nice pretty penny on on Gabriel Jesus, right? Um, from from Palmeiras, and and let's say, oh well, the actual price was this, and it was inflated, and and by the way, whoever Der Spiegel or Rui Pinto, who's un- uncovering this, but there's also a few other clubs who have recently bought from Palmeiras, who have done the same thing, and then that opens the door for the Chelsea, you know, deal that they did recently for this cat. I'm forgetting his name, uh, and uh, I forgot his name, fuck, uh, youngster from Palmeiras or Endrick now from Real Madrid. It's just like. Everybody yeah. has some kind of linkage, and it's like I said. I strongly believe that whatever city are being alleged of, you know, allegedly saying that they've done. I think a lot of other clubs have done, uh, possibly. Well, but. and and you know, to to Madrid's defense, I'm not saying that's the case. Well, no, no, way. I know, but yeah. like to Madrid's defense is like, okay, the prices that they're paying for their guys, like the established price, is very high. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like some weird low figure where you can say. Mm-hmm. Man, that guy was highly touted from everybody. There, 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 there might be some shady shit going on. Well, like the whole deal with uh, Neymar and Barcelona. That's what I'm saying, and then, and little things like that come to light. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, well, like whoa, yeah. And Barcelona whoa. already enjoyed the fuck out of Neymar. What, what are they gonna care? I mean, find me, you know. So it's like, <laughs> right. find me now. We already, yeah, we already won. Even X. Benefiting from him anymore. Yeah, and I one one small because if there is a hundred counts, by the way, I think it, it doesn't only stay in the first team. I'm sure there's been ways of, of coercion from City to possibly bring youth products into the team. I mean, guys like Brahim Diaz, who knows, or, or guys from PSG like Carlos Gomez. Or, it's just like City have been very prolific in bringing in youth products, so that leads me to believe that might you know, be an area. And, and, and it's funny when, when these kind of things come out, like, oh, <laughs> there, was a, you know, there was a side payment or, or an off-the-books type of payment. My rationale is, well, fuck. I, I assumed that was yeah. happening. 
Like, I thought that was part, like, standard procedure. Yeah, picture me picture me surprised, you know, like, shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, in a, like, any professional organization, when they give a role, like, an advisor role to some old legend or something, I just figured it was them doing, it was the club doing the player or the person a solid. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you just, extra, extra dough here, man. Take care of your retirement <laughs> or something. Um, so I find that. My my sec my next question for you is you know you were very against City's participation in the Super League, and you know the, I mean I I I feel like the Premier League is kind of heading that way just naturally. Uh, maybe maybe not with the name Super League, but just the money that's that is generating and that it's attracting. Um, so you you were pretty disgusted with it, and you, you were very vocal in saying you won't support City if they went through with that. Yeah. If all of this turns out to not be a smoke show, that it is like like very egregious breaches of financial misconduct, mm-hmm. we'll call it. How do you? How would you feel as a fan? How do you feel now as a fan? I guess that's the first question. Yeah. And you can answer the second part after. I think they kind of tie in, though. But, I mean, for me, it was they're very different. Because I think in the case of the Super League, it's a, it's a, like a sacrifice of, of competitiveness, competitiveness and well, morals. Well, well, the Super League was just like a gross display of the power of the dollar. Yeah, and that didn't bother me as much as just the separation from the Premier League. Uh, you know, I know people are saying it was going to be a substitute for the Champions League, but the ramifications from the FA would have been to to kick these teams out of the Prem. So I I am under that assumption, and that bothered me, and I thought, and I just didn't like that. I, I and I don't like a closed system. I don't like a closed system that doesn't allow for other teams to participate, like your Shakhtar's of the world, and and so on. So that bothered me in a different manner. If City is is found guilty of, of even though you disregard Europa. Well, I mean, I disregard Europa, but, you know, I still enjoy it. I just don't believe it's something to brag about for a big club. I think it's a great achievement in relativity to who you're playing against. And it's a great plethora of talent that you get from their youngsters, you know, guys that you see are like, oh, shit. I never, maybe I, because I remember this one season I watched Pau Torres for Villarreal, like maybe three seasons ago. I was like, wow, Pau Torres. I mean, and ever since then, I keep a keen eye on him. But now going back to my fandom. For me, my fandom would only strengthen for City if they were found guilty. Um, I, well, depending on, on the ramifications, I'm saying even stronger if they get relegated because a lot of the fans are going to dip. I, the amount of money City have spent... I, spent, I feel like it's the same thing. No, no. Well, one, one revolves around spending and the other one revolves around sacrificing your roots to join a, a closed system, a closed caste system. The the people who enforce FFP are actually more strongly linked to Super League guys, in my opinion, because you're yeah, trying yeah, to keep course, the yeah. the elite Naturally. in the establishment. Yeah. But city, but don't, this, don't, you, don't yeah. you feel like they're two like different sacrifi- offenses? Yeah, though. they they're two different offenses, but they kind of they're rooted in the same thing where you are breaching all the all, all the all of. It's all in the in the name of money. Yeah, and that never bothered me with the Super League. It's not about the money. It's about the lack of competitiveness. That's what really bothered me, and the possible separation of City from so, from the but, English but Premier City League. Doing this, knowing that there there might be some serious consequences, and and hoping that they won't get caught if it turns out to be that way. 
Yeah. Um, that say say it's like a crazy points deduction where they're in relegation zone. Like that that's accepting that you're going to be out of the prem. So you you saying that City going to Super League, accepting that they're going to be out of the prem, like the ramifications are are essentially the same. Yeah. Maybe like a different in like a different path to the same ending. Mm, it's it's different though because you can always make it back to the prem on merit, um, and and that's what a super league doesn't allow you to do. You could you could flounder out well, and you're who, still going to be there. To say though that that eventually the the FA wouldn't be like, well, let's let's allow these guys back because we're losing too much money. Uh, I don't think it'll happen because the Premier League will live on regardless. Reg- well, what city are without? And, and then there's the conversation worth mentioning that the the prem itself is is somewhat becoming a super league. You know, but you can you can easily fall out and and come back into it. And it's an actual league. It's a domestic league. Uh, when a lot of the money was centralized in Spain, nobody was calling it a Super League then. Uh, however, I would say it's never been this amount of money dispersed amongst a variety of clubs. Yeah, exactly. And that's I think that's better than it well, being you know, dispersed amongst three. Fucking, uh, I don't know, um, I don't know, someone like Weston McKinney wasn't going to Mallorca, you know? No, never, never. never that was never going to happen, but... You know, I like I said, for me, that wouldn't change my, my view on City, and I would continue supporting them because, sure, okay, they spent mad amounts of money. They still spend as much as, as other clubs. I enjoyed every moment of watching them play. They gave me core memories I'll never forget. I made a lot of great friends through the fandom. I won't forget about that, and I, and I would come back with the illusion that we're going to be back in the prim, and I'll have a great story to tell, and, and, and I'm not going to be fickle and leave them. Um, I would have been more willing to leave them if they had joined the Super League and gotten uh, expelled from from the Premier League. That was the key condition, and I was already like pretty convinced that that was going to happen. Uh, but really, I, I just I'm not a big fan I of the Super don't League. Think that would have happened. And if it didn't, I still don't like the idea of the Super League being a closed system. That's never going to sit right with me. I, and even that, that, then, that I'm ties not. into like financial fair play, and, and only the big boys get get to really spend versus the guys that, that dip in and out that are able to, to splash here and there. Yeah, and, and that's why I I, uh, I... I don't really see a huge difference there. No, no, but that's the thing. For one side, I'm arguing... I'm basically arguing the same thing. I'm, when, I, when I'm still rooting for City despite them getting relegated, it's because I'm saying fuck you to the establishment that's trying to enforce FFP to prevent teams like City to getting to the same level. Spending is always going to be there, um, but you know, merit and competition—that's what I care about. And City have competed with the best, have spent as much money as some others, and even less in some cases. I I really don't have a problem with what City have done. Uh, maybe they knew about the repercussions if they got caught. Like I said, they did. You're not going to be able to untitle us. I still enjoyed that title. I you know it, it was all a great time, and and the Super League. Like I said, I'm. Look, I'm already not a big fan of the Champions League as it is. I just I participate in it and I support my club because they're playing, but it doesn't do much for me. I all I care about is the Prem, and you know it it would suck to to get relegated, but you always have the illusion you could come back up. You know, with the Super League, it's like hey, you're you're always gonna be there. State of complacency. You don't, you know. I'm sure there's a uh, maybe motivators with money and incentives that way, but I'm saying no, like, I, I would love for well with the new Champions League type thing I would love for it, for there to be like a secondary league which is the the best in Europe 
play against each other. And then the winner at the end of that tournament, or the, the end of that season, I guess, is crowned champion, just like any other um, domestic league. That that would be that would be interesting, uh, and it it would be cool. Uh, I kind of like the way, the way things are now, but my problem is the how how do style. you de- how do you determine what are the best teams in in Europe if they're static? There has to be an ability for, say, a Newcastle one day to be able to participate well, no, in that I, league. I, look, I don't again, like the. It, it's based on the same merit that the Champions League is now. So it would. It would like basically entry, be the same entry thing. Entry would be based on your domestic league. On the domestic league and the way that season plays out would play just like a domestic league. Yeah. I think that would be best. Um, a tournament's great. It, it adds for drama. It makes things interesting. That's that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I would love for it to be league style though, like actual league. That'd be cool. Champions, That'd be cool. They should call it champions tournament. But it's very it's very difficult to do though. I will say that, but, but I mean but again, it's possible. Like, I, I think the the money is central in everything, and, and whatever city is going through is that that's the root of it, really. And, yeah, yeah. But I I just feel like there there was a price of admission that they wanted to pay in the beginning and you know maybe left it to maybe left the consequences to later yeah i mean i guess it's a risk it's hard it's hard to say until everything comes out which by the way this investigation or whatever may not even or this thing like whatever, whatever you want to call it may not even be solidified or or finished for another two three four years yeah, that's it's what gonna, it is. It's going to take a while. Yeah. But that's just how legal matters work. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's kind of my opinion on it. Well, we'll continue monitoring, monitoring the story, see what, you know, February 23rd is the date that, like, things are ex- ex- expected to at least have some word on the next step, what's going to happen. So, yeah, looking forward to that. It doesn't change anything this season for me. I mean, we still got a, a league to fight for a Champions League to play in you know an FA Cup to compete in still a lot Ramos. still a lot left yeah um yeah I mean I was gonna start like my first note is football is a little weird these days well that's there, there, uh, ties in there, there's a little yeah there, it's very atypical this season I feel um I guess one of the major things in us being in the US and you being a US fan um, leads uh, leads sack uh, Jesse Marsh. I feel like how long was he in charge for about a year or so? A little bit less than a year, because uh, I think um, I want to say he was hired in March. Yeah, a little, a little less. March in March. Yeah, and we gotta keep in mind too, like the really the league at the moment is really still in January. If you want to like go by the traditional calendar, due to the World Cup being you know occupying that time slot, because uh, the games haven't currently been made up, you know. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much a year, a less than a, a little bit less than a year. Um, you know, it's a it's a tough business, results driven, as as we always say. And uh, there was a few games that I thought leads were hard done, you know, hard done to not finish their opportunities. Uh, the lack of, of, you know, clinicality in the final third. Bamford, I mean, you know, left a lot to desire. Losing Rodrigo hurts. Um, losing Rafinha and Calvin Phillips from last season hurts, despite Calvin not even really being much of a factor these days. 
Uh, I think it, it's tough on Jesse Marsh. You know, he pretty much has kept the club at the same level he received it at. Um, and But I think uh, I made this point to my friend. I was telling him, like, the Americanization of Leeds has, I think, has pissed off some of the supporters, as, as we see on social media. Um, and I feel like the, the board yeah, has, has felt a need to respond, too, you know? Uh, yeah. But it all comes down to not winning. That too, because yeah, yeah. Because if they were, if they were winning, then then the fans wouldn't be pissed off. Yeah, yeah. But but the fact that they aren't winning and that he is American leads the fans to to go at him even harder. And it, it's the, a, yeah, the it's more a, more reason to acted on that rather than than really wanting to give him a chance. Because right at the sacking a manager at this point in the season, that you that's murky waters. I don't know if anyone really wants to do that. Yeah, it's especially ahead of United too. Who, well, you know, they had to give away, but they were able to get a decent result today. So we'll talk about that later. But yeah, I mean, a bit of a strange. You know one. what's funny though? It's like I don't. I also don't want to give it just because I don't want to say that they sacked him just because he's American or that the fans were were so hard on him. Because if you look at the Chelsea fans, they're just as hard on, on Graham Potter, if not even more so. Because they're used to more success. Yeah, but and they have a lot more work to work with, uh, regardless of the injuries. But they've been very hard on on Graham Potter and a lot of Chelsea fans. I think if if they were to have it their way, they would sack him. They have to be patient, and that's the problem with a lot of Premier League clubs. Honestly, like my opinion, this is my like like just. In the ground opinion is let a manager manage a year, give him a, a whole year. That's enough. The benefit and sometimes that's Marsh even too little. Have was that he did have an off season. Yeah, yeah, and I mean he, he didn't get blessed with crazy transfers, but he had a decent transfer window. It wasn't terrible, and I, I feel like they they patched the holes that they left. Not really, though. I mean, they didn't... As well as they could have. Yeah, they, I mean, like, Rafinha's not an easy guy to replace, I will say not, that. But they did get a lot of money for him. Yeah, yeah. But I, I we think, do know that Leeds are kind of having... And to be fair, I will say, Tyler, Tyler Adams has been a decent suitor to what Calvin Phillips was. Uh, obviously, not saying he's as technically, yeah, <clears throat> technically as good, but just as much of a dog. I had a great game today as well. I think... Uh, you know, it's it's tough on Marsh because he wasn't all the way bad, but he did leave much to desire as far as results. That's and to expect problem. them to turn the boat around within a year that quick with, you know. I think if, I think if, he, if they had maybe six points more, there would have been more patience. Yeah, yeah. And those are games that are very winnable. <laughs> Which they had a lot this lose. year. Yeah, yeah. The games that you lose, that you draw, so those those kind of add up. But if they had, if they were out of relegation zone, like kind of clear, a little bit, like 14th, 13th place, then I think he'd still have his job. But oh, for sure. That's that for reason, them is a great season. So we go back and we look at like at the end of the season, we're like, well, you know, those games kind of don't matter, or 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 we look at you know that one result, but in the end, it's like, yeah, we have to magnify that. We do have to look back at, okay, Leeds could have won that. You know, it was a penalty here. It was a fucking, you know, misdirection, own goal there. You know, those those little things are the margins that, that are going to change the whole season. And right now it's it's the fact that they uh, sacked Marsh 
I think it's harsh. Harsh on Marsh. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's it is, and and but I I see the other side as well, and and based on merit, based on maybe his background, I I, I could see. I think a lot of it, a lot of it has to do like seventy percent of it has to do with the fact that he's American. Yeah, and you know one thing is like I I noticed that also the press, in the beginning they were like, oh cool, like. It's an oh, it American. Was kinda, it was kind of cute. Right? Yeah, it was and then, cute. Like the way he was talking, the way he would express himself. Now even the jokes don't even they don't generate like a, a nice chuckle from the fans anymore. It's like, and he even looked awkward at times. I was, this is me watching some of like snippets from some of the pressers in the past month. Uh, yeah, man, uh, it sucks because I think Jesse Marsh does offer a lot as a manager. He he didn't succeed at at uh, Leipzig for no reason, at Salzburg for no reason. I mean, he's, I he's a decent he manager. I don't think he did succeed at Leipzig, though. I well, think what, what do you define as succeeding, though, like for, for, for Salzburg or for Leipzig? He was pretty good. He was in the Champions League with them. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying he's like, fuck, he's going to win a league, but... Yeah, in Germany, it's, that's, that's tough if you're not one of two teams. But a lot of the... A lot, a lot of looking back at him, it's, it's not really looked at fondly. Uh, I think that's that's with, a bit with, harsh. With Leipzig, with Salzburg, he was fine. Oh, he yeah. He, well, he won a league title there. So, to be fair, yeah. they're they're the best team there as well. So yeah, exactly. Um, but still, I don't think he's a bad manager. I think he'll be employed uh, with, within so. the Do year. Do you think he's gonna go to the national team? Uh, I don't think so. But it wouldn't surprise me if he did. But I, I don't think so. I think he's better than that. And uh, you know, I, ah. I I think in a better situation. Um, which leads, let's be honest, they're not an ideal situation. They're okay. No, it was a tough situation to, to fall into. Yeah, but, exactly. But we're talking about a year of patience. As well. I mean, as a manager, when you're newly appointed, typically that's the case. Like, you're not going to come into the dream scenario unless you're a very proven manager like Guardiola, like like Tuchel, like, you know, like fucking uh Well, I guess that's Nagelsmann. a good segue for Daesh, right? There's, there's a complete contrast there. Well, let, let's. Just, I just want to say that situation. I was tipping him to get the job, and I did think he could get the job done. And what does he do? He only goes on to beat the best team in England at the moment. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say beat. But they won. They won. They didn't beat them. They generated the same amount of chances. Uh, maybe off by one. I'll give. I'll give the control of the game completely to Arsenal, though. I, I know they did. Although in the first half, they look. Uh, they look very bad. I mean, Everton were... It, I was like, am I am I seeing this correctly? Everyone has those games. Sean Dyche's four four two Blue Army. I mean, wow. Impressed. <laughs> I got to say, I'm impressed. I didn't expect it. You know, it. I saw a masterclass on his, uh, on his kind of general tactic that he goes for. Yeah. And I have to say, he operates with this cone of defense. It's very defensive. I'm, I'm very... Uh, I, was, I was interested. I'm not impressed. I'm interested. Because it's, it's... It's not my style, for so sure. It's so basic... It's so rudimentary, but it works. That it, that it kind of just catches your your interest. You know, it just it grips you. <laughs> it's a very uh, it's a very old school, not old school, but it's a very like uh, you know, it's it, it's a tactic no, that was it, much more employed it, back then. It's a little then. more complicated than you would think from from such a style, but it's not so complicated that it's not something you can't grasp within a couple of weeks or so. Yeah, um, but. But everything caught on pretty quickly. Uh, so I think I think with Daesh, yeah, they're 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 basic enough. 
because the harder schemes are to to figure out the the possession based, the passing based. You do need a certain personnel for a more complicated scheme. Exactly. Having said that, I think they got lucky in their win. I don't uh, think. That's, that's nine tough. times out of ten, they're not beating Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But on on that day, they played better than Arsenal with mm. with 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 the ball, like less amount of the ball. Look, in totality, Arsenal controlled the game. But and we've talked about this countless times with City, and I've been hesitant to give the other team credit. And and I think Everton hit it to a T. Even more so because they generated as much chances damn near, you it know. It just so happened that Arsenal were zombies that day. They they I'll had a bad day at the much. office for sure, yeah. Everyone everyone has that and that's fine. But um, you know, th- there's a contrast there to what Dice gives you and to what Marsh brings and to what team situations they came into. Um are we going to look at Marsh as the kind of manager that you're going to look at to save your season even though he kind of did it last kind season? Kind of fell into that last season, and he did it. He did it, but like well, technically, yeah. Technically it's, sometimes it's it's the honeymoon phase too. Like I don't, I'm telling you now, Dice did good, but I don't expect this to be a yeah. thing. You know, yeah, exactly. he's gonna lose games, and he's it's gonna, gonna happen. No, no, he has to. He, he has to win games, and he happened to get one his first try. Yeah, that's the crazy part. It was against the best team I, in England. I don't though. see that happening more often than not. Matter of fact, I see it happening less less often than than you would think. I think like the bottom half of they the table, he he can definitely win though. Like, look, they got lucky with Arsenal to an extent. I, I say that like it was just a bad day at the office for Arsenal, but on their day, stats show Everton did their thing. But you know, in a prolonged season, I'm not saying this is go- this guy's gonna take them into like Europa Conference level like in a full season. No, no, he's not that kind of guy. But you know, he can give any team a him. good run. We've seen him, and, and here's my argument against Daesh. Um, We've seen what he's done with the lesser team. Right, but he got them there, too. That's my problem. So he, uh, looks, he, he looks like an awesome guy to hang out with. I would love to have a beer with him. But how how many years were Burnley in danger of getting relegated? Yeah, they didn't get that far until the last time. That's the thing, though. Burnley have never seen even a sliver of a kind of transfer window Everton can binge on. It's just the the well, magnitude well, of the, club the, is they different. They have binged on. I don't know if they if that's sustainable for them. No, I think they are, man. I think people underestimate how big of a club Everton and are. Everton's big, but they've also spent big over the last three, four years. Yeah, and and that's not sustainable for a club that's in relegation zone. No, of course, but they don't have poor owners. Like they're not like meager a meager club like struggling for, you know, pieces here and pieces there. And, and compared to Burnley, who op- operates on scraps, it's it's a it's a huge difference. And I think Sean, D- this is a great opportunity for Sean Dyche. I know Everton are not an appealing club to most, but you see the vision, you see the history. I, they can but become. But there is no vision. That's the problem. Is they no, just throw money at their problems. Well, uh, that's that's. Done, I don't think done it very haphazard. No, no. They, I think that's unfair because. Because when they have Roberto Martinez, for example, that's when they were actually a serious team. They were in Europa League. They were still throwing money then. I think the problem now is they have failed to find the right manager. What Frank Lampard did was do nothing but waste their time. I mean, yeah, he's that, not a good manager. That and that's that's a difference. A good, ma- not a good manager. I don't want to bunch up Dice with with those guys because that's what they do. Dice is better than that. I'm not saying he's a you know he's a big football brain and he's uh, reinventing something crazy, but. 
he's enough to get results. Now, I did say that next season, I think they got to go for a bigger fish, get some kind of scheme going so the he's way. he's a caretaker. Yeah, that, that's what he is for me. But a caretaker. But you don't get dice for a caretaker. And nah, I think you can. Job. You can. I he think, wouldn't take that job as a caretaker. He's, he's, lucky in, he's so lucky to be at Everton. I'll tell you that. But I think so. I think so. I think, I think Everton that's is the better big, than him. That's the biggest as job he's ever had. Though, as yeah. it stands, though, they're not. No, no, but I know. They're but a relegation team right now. Well, right now, yeah. He's he's only had one game in charge. But I think he'll get them to the safety zone. I think next season you have to find your Eric Ten Hag. And I'm not saying you're going to find Ten Hag, but somebody like that. They went from Ali Gunner to Rangnick to Ten Hag. Look at the major difference now. Um, I mean, shot, my, sh- yeah, my personal opinion is that Daesh is not signing on to be. It's not up to him. He's not oh, running the oh, show. Oh, he 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 signs a contract. Yeah, and he, sure. he can get paid off the contract. They're, they're, look, everything got to be looking forward. That's why people say they're one of the worst runs club in the world because they're not hiring the right people. I'm saying if I were running it, that's what I would do. I'm not saying it is what they're going to do. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe they stay with Sean Dice for a few years. Yeah, They'd be in much better shape than Frank Lampard, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Even if yeah, they ho- sure. hold on to him for like two, three years. Uh, they'll be like uh, what Dean Smith was able to do with Villa, and that's that's just okay with Everton for now. Um, you know, yeah, maybe and, even and, what and, what Hasenhutl like did said, with Southampton. Like, like you, know? you said, Everton's bigger than that. Everton's bigger than what Villa aspired to be a couple seasons ago. What I don't even know where Villa are right now. No, they're they're forgettable for sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean no, to be fair, Unai Emery's doing better with them. I will no, give no, that. That is true. But very you know, true. very true. See a, a manager like that, you go for in the off season. If I'm Everton, um, but that's that's to be determined later. Right now, their main mission is just to finish. You know, within that 16, 13 block, that's a successful season by Daesh's standards with what he's had to endure. Um, but yeah, yeah, like I don't look at the like relegation savior title like um, like Allardyce had. Allardyce, yeah, fuck. Now they're just melding together, the Allardyce. Yeah, but you know, I look at that as like a mark of pride. Right? It's like well, it's not, but it's so many times. It's enough to get you a job in in the Premier League. That's what yeah, any but, any like, manager is gonna uh, want. A lot of that comes down to luck too. Ah, like, Allardyce was that guy until he wasn't. How many jobs is he getting? Right now. All right. Well, I prep? mean, he's old. He's old. That's why. I mean, he's he's really. I mean, but he, he's been managing been so for. Two almost three decades, you know. Yeah, yeah. Of that, course, he's yeah. seen his. He's seen his. You know, Wenger's not employed for a reason either, and I'm not equating their their ah, level yeah. of success. But I'm saying there's only a certain era you I, can coach I think for. He doesn't have a job because he doesn't want to. I don't know. Well, clearly his last few years showed us that he was not up to par with modern football. He got cooked. Let's not forget he had Arsenal at some of their the lowest v- points. V- like no, they were bad. Let's be real; they were underwhelming, and and some of that they was down to the transfer standard, policy. But, they, but I don't know if they ever even finished in the bottom half. They were yeah. always in the top half. Yeah, yeah, but they they weren't good. They weren't good. They they I, didn't. I feel like, they I were feel FA like Cup Vanger, merchants. Vanger, like a lot of modern footballs ideologies, Wenger had a hand in it. Uh, I I think that's giving not, him not too him. much credit. But I, he played attractive football. Was fun to watch with a limited budget because he wasn't spending as much as United or. Or Chelsea, for that matter, and that's why he could never compete with them. But he did well with what he had. But I will say this: like everybody's era runs out. I think it was the same case with Allardyce. I mean, the, the the thing that that they were making fun of him for for the longest, and I think up until he retired, if I'm not mistaken, was that Arsenal were just top four. 
Now, no one's proud of that. No one, no one aims to be a fourth place team. But we see now how difficult it can be to sustain. Well, especially in today's league, yeah. Well, where Chelsea are, where Liverpool are, where uh, Manchester United were up until not too long ago, where Tottenham strive to be. Um, well, honestly, man, the way United are playing, they might go back there because Newcastle have been stringing together some results. I mean, it was just a draw, but, you know, it that, that race for fourth is tight, you know, this year. It's tight now, yeah. For sure. uh, so it's yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, but I'm I'm just saying like, I think in terms of Allardyce, like he he's not employed because he's seen he's already been through it, man. It's too it's too long. It's too late already. But guys like maybe uh, yeah, I think Sean Dyche is the it's best. Funny guy. I think Tony Peel is retired this year. Yeah, this yeah. week too. And and Roy Hodgson is is in that conversation. <laughs> and it's like th- that that group but, but of guys. These guys they're they're crybabies. They're, they're known they're known for for staying in the league. With, um, but well, yeah, they yeah. get in that position for a reason. Well, yeah, saying. I mean, you're not going to be trusted with the keys of a Bentley, you know. When <laughs> when you're when you're just you're not only skilled to be a C class driver, it's uh that's kind of what it comes down to. But they do good with meager squads. They don't need a team full of of European superstars to win games. And Shandai showed us that. Well, they don't win a whole lot of games. Well, that's the problem. But they win some, and mm. and that's enough to to stay in the league. And that's a big deal, especially with today's economic ramifications. If you don't, so. Yeah, hey, a lot of teams are dependent on staying in the prem. As they should. The modern Super League. Fucking hell. It's pay to play. Get paid to play, I should say. Yeah. For some of these teams. <laughs> Fucking Everton. Um, anyway, what else do I have on my Come on, you toffees. Um, so, Marsh got sacked. Uh, Liverpool. Uh... They're going through a rough patch, man. <laughs> Is that it? I think so. Is, are, are you being are you being uh, are you being facetious right now? No, I mean there's there's some truth to every joke, and and they seem to be the butt of the joke this season. But I mean, some of the injuries they've gone through. I mean, particularly for me, Luis Diaz was one of my favorite players on that team. He's been a big miss for the majority of the season. Let, let's not forget, like that that one for me was like okay, that that could definitely hurt them. Um, Darwin, slow start. He has moments though, right? Um, Thiago can't stay healthy. Van Dyke, man, it, he looks like he just came back from a Space Jam video this summer and lost some of his powers. It's just something's wrong with that team, and a lot of people are pointing to the Klopp thing, the seven-year spell. Um, I think it's a it's a combination of bad luck for them, but some teams are able to respond from that, and and they they clearly haven't. Currently at tenth, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's hard to feel gutted for them personally, myself, because they have some like one of the biggest mouths in in, in the prem as far as like not only history but and and you know positions in the FA, but even their fans. I mean, if you talk to a Liverpool fan today, they swear down that Madrid should be food. And there's tweets <laughs> that there's tweets showing you that it's. Countless. You'll be scrolling yeah, for days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's bigger. that delusion. So it's hard for me to feel bad for them. But I feel I do have to say the way I, I will defend Chelsea and say they've been hard done. I think Liverpool have had it just as bad in certain certain areas because they haven't spent like that, you know, either. That's another big problem. Um, and that's not to say they didn't sign Gakpo and, and all that. But it just seems like everything they're trying is not working. Um, so I don't know if you have any thoughts on, on their demise. Well, I think I think. Um You gotta look at results. 
one. And some of them when have been bad. At, at a fix. Okay, what's our problem? Midfield, that's the problem. Well, why didn't we address that in the summer or e- or even now in the winter? Well, we couldn't strike out end zone. Um, you got you got a little bit of dead with Gaeta. I'm not a big fan of him. He has a job. He does it well. Okay. But no, he, yeah, he's, he's, a good, he he's a good midfielder, but he's not like... Serviceable. You need a De Bruyne, and that's a crazy level, but like a guy, who, a Bruno... To on that team to like bring it and there, they don't, and they don't play with that sort of level because they rely a lot of a lot of creation on Salah, who's a winger, yeah, slash, or or Trent really he's too. A, he's kind of a striker, but he's a winger, yeah. And then you you rely a lot of service on Trent, and then also on on Robertson. So the importance on the fullbacks is huge for them. So when they're not operating, or, or when they have other duties that they have to fulfill. Kind of like Arnold doesn't do sometimes. Then you have that midfield who keeps losing battles. Jordan Henderson's legs aren't there. You still have James Milner kind of playing a significant role. That's a problem. He's a serviceman though. He's he takes care of himself. But takes yeah, care he's of himself, old. Good player. But he's thirty-seven. But he was never the fastest guy. So now in his you know kind of later thirties, it's starting to show a lot more. Uh, Thiago, like you said, can't get can't stay healthy. So you don't have a. You have a creator. Fabinho's he's 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 a cleaner. He's a holding midfielder. He's a custodian. Ah oh, man, I don't know. That, that's hard. Uh, yeah, no, nah, but so so it, like there's there there's like a very huge disconnect between the mid and then the attack. And, and of all things, uh, Darwin Nunez, he's not really performing. Yeah, he's having a a, ver- a Werner-esque season. He, he's not performing how you want him to. He gets there. But but he's also not there. You're missing a lot on Luis Diaz, and and then losing Sadio Mane was. It turns out to be a very huge loss. That's a dent. Oh well, yeah. That they haven't. They tried to replace him, but they haven't been able to. And after the after the Darwin deal, I feel like John Henry is spooked. Um, you know that's the the main you know CEO of Fenway Sports guy. You know the ownership that they yeah. have. So, look, you have two great options to replace a midfielder. Can't go wrong with either. Both are very expensive. Enzo Fernandez, Jude Bellingham. Now, what are you going to do, John Henry? <laughs> Nothing. He didn't address that. Instead, he went for Gakpo. So, for... You, gotta, I, you go for another winger. Yeah, winger slash striker prototype. Luis Diaz is, like... He oh, he's Luis so Diaz. good. Yeah. yeah he's, Luis Diaz. He's, he's just injured. He's just... In, like, when Why he comes back, he's... storm put yeah. in... Um, who do they have there? I mean, they like, have some youngsters, like, like Nico yeah. Williams or... Or yeah, not... Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the other guy's name? Curtis... Uh, Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones. You know, hey, kid, learn. Klopp. Klopp. You, you can kind of... I know you have, like, this hard idea on, on your tactics... But you can mess with the formation a little bit to still feed within that. And I think if you drop Firmino a little deeper, he can play somewhat of a creator role. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. I'm not a fucking genius, but I think I think if you stagger off uh, Darwin Nunez and Salah and make Firmino a little deeper so you can have that connect with the midfield, you might be able to make something happen while, while you wait for, for Luis Diaz to get healthy. Get Enzo Fernandez. The money's there. Why do you why do you spend a well they didn't spend a whole lot on backbone, relatively speaking. Yeah. I think it was like somewhere between thirty or thirty five. And and Angela ended up being like fucking one twenty, I think. 
It's a lot of money, but... But they did tie it for a few years. Yeah. And and that's how a lot of deals go, but it's a crazy amount of money. It's too much money, in my opinion, but... He has looked good, though, by the way. Enzo, in his debut... He was no. he was a factor. I, I don't know. I mean, it's one game. How but. much I want to give credit that to. Um, but this is the ironic part: is like, for so much, you know, anytime City do spend a lot on a player, Liverpool fans would will be the first to pipe up. But I'm sure no fan base would be happier to see their ownership care enough to spend on a, on a top player like that. So that's why when, well, when City fans say it's jealousy, it's jealousy at the end of everybody the day. Everybody comes to the justifications on how their club spends, but they're also the first to point out how much other clubs spend. Yeah. They're, everyone's a pocket watcher at the end of the day. You know, whether it's City, whether it's Chelsea, whether it's Liverpool, it's it's PSG. United, everyone, everyone still makes fun of how much everyone spent or how much United spent for Maguire. Okay, but nobody will mention how much Madrid spent for like how much how much did Bruno go for? Yeah, I'm just saying like like a bargain. I don't know how much you guys paid for Rodrigo, but nobody's ever gonna bring that up because it's not it's not a it's worked out. It's not a joke, but everybody will mention the Eden Hazard, right? So it's like yeah, people will definitely always bring up the fuck ups. Yeah, or Bruno. Yeah, Bruno went for a decent price. Don't judge me by my winners. Judge me by my losers. And then that's how everyone operates. They bring up Hogwire. I'm um, Hogwire. Harry Maguire. Hogwire. Yeah. Uh, so it's like yeah, that's how how. Uh, yeah, ain't it wild how he just brought the ball up too? But but he's supposed to be a spot up guy. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, I think I think LeBron would accept not having the ball as much. That would be cool. It would save his legs too. But but hey, I'll let you have it, Code. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's a uh, and no Gakpo, by the way. But uh, yeah, man, Liverpool are, are as they say in the mud right now. But that's exactly from what mud said. Can, can grow can grow some really nice things. So maybe they turn it around. Well, I think you, you know also swamps are defined by mud too. So we don't true know. true swamp. And right now they smell like swamp. But but <laughs> you know it's Ooh, that torque wind. It's crazy I'm to a fan, see it. Bro. It's oh well, yeah. Van Dyke has been doing a lot of twerking this year too. Man, Mitoma, bro. I mean, just recently I saw a video of like that little juggle he does to the to the goal. I mean, it was on Joe Gomez, but he made that boy turn around. Uh, but yeah, man, like I, I have sensed this level of frustration from Klopp too that I've never seen before. He looks so pissy in every press you know, conference, I, and I, I think to save face because if it continues, if it continues. The rest of this month or the next couple of games, especially if they get fucked up by Madrid, which I think is probably going to happen if things don't change. You're you're getting beat that bad by Brighton. Brighton are good. Let's let's give them their credit. You're getting beat that bad. Like Madrid, we're not in our best moment right now, but we're still a fucking top team. Yeah, that's no, true. I think if it if it goes on for another two weeks. Like, the word sack is going to start popping up. And I think... It's crazy, right? It's almost Klopp, unimaginable. I think Klopp, what he's done for the club, you know, you know, he's obviously a, a managing club legend by now. Oh, he's their but, best manager ever, probably. Maybe, yeah. But it, it, would, it would kind of stink for him to get sacked. If things keep happening, it might be getting to a point where he has to step down. It's almost undeniable, yeah. Where he has to just be like, you know what, this is, this is gone out of hand. 
and I'll be the first to admit this, and I think someone else needs to take charge. Yeah, and that, you don't see that too often, but... Yeah, yeah, managers don't do that. There's there's a lot of pride involved, and then there's also the belief that you can do it. But I think it's gotten to a point where he has to admit whether whether he's flexible enough to change his tactics to benefit his team. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah, there's there's a sense of stubbornness, but... And and I, I feel for him sometimes, but at the same time, I mean, some I think to an extent it goes to show how important the scouting department is. And I feel like the synchrony between scouting and the manager hasn't been aligned because the signings they've made haven't made the team better. And that's something that you look around at some of the best clubs in the world, there's this uh, latency between the manager and the board, and they're on the same page. So, I mean... I think, uh, yeah, Liverpool have a lot of answers, uh, I mean, questions to answer, I should say, and we'll see how it pans out. I mean, right now, they'll just be happy to finish in the Europa Conference League, you know, so, y nada, bueno, vamos a comer. That looks like a stretch right now. Um, what else do I have? Um, I guess one last thing, or second to last thing, because I don't know if you've seen the whole, like, criticism on Vinny on Vinicius oh the, the, he, he's by far the most fouled person in the league oh yeah I think across Europe as well I don't, he's I don't up know. there I'm sure Jack Grealish is up there too Jack, Jack Grealish is the most fouled in the Prem so okay, yeah, yeah and, and Vinny but Vinny also draws a lot of attention because he's vocal about how much he gets hit and everything and yeah yeah and well, I mean the, there's he, the added layer of he's racism. very yeah, he's he's also. I'm not gonna say not humble, but he's very flamboyant. You know, if he does anything good, he will run to the corner and give you his best choreography. I like it personally. I love when Paqueta does it, but I'm just saying that accompanied with what you just mentioned as well. Man, boy, does it start a fire in Spain? Not only from the fans, opposing fans, from uh, opposing players, as we saw with Pablo Mafeo, City product. Um, where does he play? Mallorca. Oh. Uh. Um, listen, man. I, I I think when we get to to a place where, yeah, you get you get flashy. Um, the name that comes close to that is Neymar, right? Where he he was getting followed. He was embellishing a lot, and a lot of that is what Vinny does. He get he he loses his head. I think. And trying to either prove the defender wrong, or or he just loses focus in the game and, and tries to uh, he gets taken out of his game, and I think that's what happens a lot. So when he doesn't play great, which it's not so often, but when you take him out of his rhythm, when when you get in his head, when you get under his skin, he, his performance changes. Um, but when he does play good, when he does succeed, the other team's supporters get racist. So there's like this weird little battle of, well, what's the league going to do? But how much can we support this guy doing all this stuff? I love, I love Vinny. Yeah. He, you know, he's, he plays for my team. He's a great player. He's one of the best players. So I, I, I can't be too harsh on him when he doesn't play great. But when they get, when when it comes to racist shit, I don't know. It's a little weird. 
Yeah, I mean, it's part of the culture, you know, and I'm not saying it's justified because of that, but racism was alive and well before Vinicius ever even stepped foot in Spain. And there's players right now on, on Girona that are of color that are facing this every week, but nobody's going to talk about because he's just not Vinny. He's not on the best team in, in Spain or one of the best teams in well, Spain. He's not loud about that too, that too. And there's that level that you have to carry sometimes, you know, d- deadliest in Icarus, right? But I, I applaud Vinny for, for not changing up and being himself. Um, but he always has to remember that it, that's going to open up that kind of criticism, unfortunately. Yeah, I just Devas, feel like he's yeah. just got to fucking play with his brain a little bit more. Like, yeah. Don't let it get into your head. I mean, that's easy for me to say because I haven't had dozens of people throwing bananas at me or, or, or hanging fucking monkeys from a bridge. Oh, yeah, you yeah. You remember that? Um, or hanging, like, play monkeys or play black people from a bridge with his shirt on it. But uh, he he might need a little bit of like that psychological help where they they t- help him channel or or you know tune out the sort of noise for him to be able to perform. Yeah, yeah. You know, one thing I will tell you too, and and I'm not saying you are guilty of this, but it's it's interesting to see that whole argument come like full circle. Although with Neymar, he never dealt with like the colorism and the racism and all that, but he suffered a lot of the same fate and you know like we you've seen met more than i have like Vinny hasn't not only is he the most fouled but he's endured some very crunching tackles on a weekly basis yeah, i mean recently gabriel palista neymar suffered the same thing you know and from sometimes madrid players like sergio ramos oh, for pepe sure. For sure. and it was celebrated and now it's kind of gone full circle and it's hey, it's just like a yeah, yeah, yeah. it's no, like no, a no we're we're, um, we're hypocrites well we all are as fans I was, I'm just saying yeah, though hypocrites. like as yeah. far as like the rivalry goes and, and the similarity in players since you mentioned them earlier it's interesting to see that whole side of it too ah man it really does help you become more of a, a well-rounded fan when you're able to take both sides I feel cause um I love I can't I can't stand when someone's like blindly um Supportive of everything that their club does, without yeah. Being a, without being able to take the criticism, mm-hmm. like you, you can you can accept it and still fight the criticism in a way. Yeah. If you, if you accept like the failure, and I guess this goes for a lot of things in life. Like yeah, fucking you know Madrid. They, yeah, we're cooking books, whatever. You know, I don't. I'm like that's just an example, but. You know, you got to be able to own your bullshit. As a mm-hmm. person, too, you got to be able to own your bullshit and make fun of it and be able to accept the criticism whilst also pointing out for everybody. So there's a lot of sanctimony, I think, with a lot of fans when it comes to their club. But when it comes to the other clubs, like, say, Chelsea, where, oh, they're spending that much. Uh, motherfucker, you spent 100 on on Darwin Nunez. Yeah, or, or United see. fans too, like yeah, oh, like, yeah. yeah. And, and, and United fans, how, they're like ten how, hogs on a budget. And, and it just like, so happens that there's like a, a very wealthy buyer from Qatar interested in buying uh, Manchester United. So we're Glazers out, right? Yeah, we're still Glazers out, or because we're doing good, we're not Glazers. Not out? only are are we not Glazers out, are we anti oil money? Are we? You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like oh, all of a so, sudden, like so, it's cool, right? So we can we we can make those jokes still, right? Oh, well, we were... And, and then the retort... And I love this because every club has this. 
every club has like everyone has their rehearsed talking points it's it's like we all get together and and, and agree on, on the retort well united were champions before the money <laughs> you know we were we were a legendary club before that <laughs> so the so that makes the, the you know, the, the Qatari money clean or that makes it all good? That that absolves you of that criticism in particular? I don't think so. I don't think so, fucker. Anyway, we digress. The last thing I wanted to mention was this, um, before we get into the reviews and previews, was the uh, the idea or the, the um, I guess it's going to be this season. I'm not sure. The MLS expanded playoff. Oh yeah, I did hear about that. So there's 30 teams in the MLS. Is it? Yeah, with the expansion, that yeah, that's what it's come to. But now 18 teams are making playoffs. So eighth and ninth place on in both conferences are gonna have like a, like I think a best best of three, or I'm not sure. I think it's the first round of the playoffs. So it's gonna be like kind of like a wild card thing, and then a best of three in the playoffs, and then like a traditional playoff system after that. A best of three. How do you feel about that? There's no aggregate, I guess, but yeah, no, it's that's it, adding more games for for the reason of what I, I don't understand. I think just a warrant for the expansion because they are they are adding more teams or have added more teams as well. I mean, dude, in the past six years, LASC, you know, Orlando, New York City, Austin, Cincinnati, Nashville. Nashville. I mean, it's like, and there's more that are coming as well. Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah. So it's like, I see why they did it. I'm not the biggest fan of it, but it, it like it equates. It's like proportionate to what's but, coming. But out of out of thirty teams, eighteen make it. You know, Two playoffs. It might it might be thirty two. Oh, it might be thirty two. Because I think they're they're gonna add the San Diego Loyal and the Las Vegas Lights. I've been hearing. I think it's um. But I mean, see, because eighteen. That's not for this season, though. No, no, no. I know, but. 18 for 32 makes more sense. Like, right now, 18 for 30 looks kind of weird. That's still more than half. Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's the like... The playoffs a, are supposed to be... And the playoffs for football is... I don't know if it works, but... The playoffs are supposed to be the best teams. Yeah. So, if more of... If even half of the teams make it, does that really make it all that exclusive? Well, I mean, if you could beat the teams that are on the top half, then you deserve to go on. I mean, that's that's cup football, though. Like I, like I, I've been vocal about this. It doesn't. It's not always gonna. You know, the cream doesn't always rise rise to the top. But you know, sometimes too, there's there's teams that struggle by having players missing for a bulk of the season. So at the end, they end up with a poor record. But it's not really indicative of how good they can be. Yeah. Well, you know, let's let's dance MLS Cup. Well, boof, they knocked down Sounders, who were first or second. Boom. And it's like, that's the beauty of the cup, for those who enjoy it. Now, I'm not a terribly big fan. I care more about who finishes with the best record, highest point total, Damn most goal scored. Jones. There's a name. What a player. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I don't know. It doesn't really bother me too much. I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to get who's 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 good, you know. And So you think the... the... You know, the the, the best do rise to the occasion. Well, yeah, I mean, like... More often than not. 
that's why we love seeing um, Cinderella stories. Yeah, like like say Napoli or, or even like Benfica teams like that. I mean, they're not they don't even crack the you know the top end of the teams that should make it there, but they do for a reason. And you know, it's it, I don't mind it. It gives an opportunity to for a fan to believe in their team as well. And let's make no mistake, from a league perspective, from a commerce perspective, you're looking at the money. What's more money? Hey, who didn't like a little more money, man? I like more money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Nah, that's a shout yeah. out to Christian. <laughs> ah, nah, man. But yeah, I like me some MLS, man. Um, speaking of MLS, LA Galaxy rumored to possibly land Tyler Boyd. That's not done yet. Ah, you know, it's not official. It's not official till I see LA Galaxy post a cringe meme. They have a pretty good social media team. You know, it's always funny uh, that I, I, I do not envy the, the job of the admin for the Galaxy PR team, marketing, social media, whatever. Oh, yeah, not at the moment. Uh, we had some boots on the ground, to be fair. I, know, I wanted to mention yeah. that before you answer the review. Um, the preseason game this weekend uh, was against NYCFC. Okay. Um, which looked to be empty as fuck. Which is not typical for for uh, for Galaxy, uh, but there was protest outside of the stadium. By the way, there was a twenty five dollar parking for a preseason game. Last year when we went, we went. Uh, well, I went four times. Um, there, the parking was twenty bucks, kind of high. They, enough, they need a, they need the money for the transfers, <laughs> uh. and and then the sanctions. But yeah, it was twenty five dollars for a preseason game. That didn't sell out. Empty as fuck. But anyway, there was a protest, you know, trying to get Chris Klein out due to the poor management of the club, the president. He's the president. And um, every time I see a Galaxy post, it's always like, yeah, we don't care. Is Klein out? Yes or no? Or we don't, <laughs> we don't want, we don't care about this. Is Klein out? Every yes post, or no? Uh, every post is, is then kind of replying to the person that's ad- the admin is like I'm just the admin I'm getting this direction from the from the you know whatever marketing director or, or the president himself I don't know yeah he's just a puppet I guy. don't fucking like I don't have any bearing on this and every time I, I swear like that they, they drop whatever content and they're like and announce they, clean out and, and then they're about to like click send and they, as soon as they click send they're like I know what, what I'm gonna get like do you guys not read the room like Please don't make me do this. Please don't make me do this. Please. Nah, but that's very typical. Though. That's football Twitter click for you. Send. So you click send, dun, 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 and then it's like, oh, we're excited to sign uh, or to resign Eric Sabaleta. He sucks. What about Klein? Is he out, bro? He doesn't suck. I'm not gonna. Much. I'm not gonna go to a game until Klein's out. It's like, yeah, okay, cool, but I'm just the admin. I don't even like Galaxy. I don't even like my job. I'm just yeah. getting paid really well. I will say, though, most times, though, like, the, the the staff is, like, somewhat affiliated to the club. Not always, but a lot of times. I'm sure, I'm sure they have some sort of a passion. Or yeah. they maybe grow some sort of passion for it. That, too, yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a thankless job, for sure. Because, you know, the higher-ups, they don't give a fuck. And, and there was an article that came out, and they're like, well, let's hope uh, let's hope the, the president sees this and takes some action. Like, brother, do you not see all the posts? This ain't Yelp, my they boy. Don't, they don't give a fuck about the protests that are at the scene. 
They don't give a fuck about all the posts on social media. You think they care about an article? Come on, man. Read the room. I wonder what their thoughts are when they see that kind of stuff. And I mean, like, the, the real, real higher-ups. Like, are they phased? Uh, like either they don't give a fuck or their their hands are tied for the most part. I yeah. don't know. I think, no, it's got to be that. Yeah. They don't got to give a fuck. I, that's probably it, yeah. Probably don't give a shit. Anyway, let, let's get into the reviews. Uh, last week, um, Friday the 3rd. Oh, would you look at that? Chelsea hosting Fulham for a nil-nil. Yeah. Hey, a, a very good Fulham side, I will say. I mean, the top six right now. Uh, and if anything, Fulham is big bro at the moment. Yeah, they're in eighth place. Chelsea's in ninth. Um, but, you know, everyone was excited to see Chelsea with all the new signings, all the players, this and that. Um, it, it's pretty silly to expect was, immediate was, success, though. I will say that. It was kind of obvious that it was going to end up like that, right? Like I said, I mean, Fulham is not a bad team. That's no, a top-half no, no, no. team. So, I mean, to like go into it expecting a win it is, is bold and it's optimistic. And historically, I'd be like, yeah, Chelsea's, Chelsea's slapping the meat on them. But Fulham this year, I mean, that's a, that's a good team. I mean, they give a lot of good clubs a run. And and I I still believe Chelsea will come good, but it'll take time. Yeah, it's hard to gauge it on one game. Yeah. Having said that, man, come on. With all that talent and ostensibly the a good a good manager. Yeah, but they don't you have Tim Ream. To do they don't have Tim Ream. <laughs> but they got Thiago, Papa. Uh, dude. Hey, it's funny because they're pretty much the same age. Now you think about it. No, Thiago's like two or three years older, man. Ah, uh, well. Yeah, I mean, relatively. Anyway. Koulibaly, that's more comparable to Tim Ream. Nah, Koulibaly, no, Tim Ream's 35, isn't he? Tim Ream's 35. Yeah, Koulibaly's 31. Oh, I thought he was 31. But anyway, Tim Ream got a lot of love, man. Yeah, but it's, I don't know if it's too significant. But he's a good player, though. I You know, he's... Probably the best center back uh, they have at the moment. Yeah. And I, when I say they, I mean the U.S. And actually even Fulham, for that matter. Better than John Brooks? <sighs> that's that's a that's a very good partnership. That's all I'll say. Better I can't really than, put one over the other. Than Walker Zimmerman? Oh, fuck Walker Zimmerman. <laughs> yeah, him and Aaron Long. What about your lie? Yeah, no, they're, 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 bench, they're good, but they're bench guys. You know who has eclipsed them? Chris Richards at Crystal Palace. Ooh. He looks like a decent player. One one guy to consider for the future. They were, they were loving him a week ago, or two weeks ago. Um, so the next game up is uh, Everton versus Ars- Arsenal. Uh, fuck, man. This is annoying. This is annoying because Arsenal could have gone clear by eight points. And Everton just came up with the win. 1-0. And the whole dice aura thing continues. I'm not a believer in it. It's 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 a it's an insignificant result. Uh I mean I mean I'm I'm just saying it's it's not telling of what the rest of the season's like is gonna be for Everton, but it's a dream start. I mean, you can't predict anything better for them. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, I think we all predicted that Arsenal were going to win, especially with the the turnover and manager. To be fair, if 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 I would have known that Daesh was hired, I would have predicted a dub. 
but you know they were still looking for a caretaker at the time uh so you know good result good result for them uh bump in the road for your, for arsenal thankfully it didn't cost them much uh, yeah, we'll in the end, it didn't. Uh, I guess we'll get to that in a second. Um, <clears throat> next up is uh, Aston Villa versus Leicester. Leicester with a rare win this season. They haven't looked all that great. Yeah, like everybody got on the scoring sheet: James Madison, Kinacho, Tete, Dennis Payet. Damn, man! Yeah, forget about that. Shit, game. they even scored one for Aston Villa. Yep, and then Ollie Watkins got got one for for Villa, four two Leicester. Next up is Brentford beating the shit out of Southampton, who's probably gonna get relegated. They uh, look very likely. Yeah, they uh, look more likely than Everton. Three nil, for sure. Something light. And then next up is uh, Brighton hosting Bournemouth, one uh, nil. Brian keep doing their thing. Matoma, man. What, Keeps what? doing his thing. Yeah, he's the, the star of the show. Man, he's part of like, like, I don't know. They, do they do a rising player of the year? Mm. It's got to be him, right? Yeah, he's he's definitely in, in the final third. He's He's got to be it. I mean, yeah. I, I will give, I mean, Mitrovic has had a decent season, but what this guy has been doing. He slowed it, down a lot the last month. Last month for sure, uh, but I think what this guy's doing, the kinds of goals he's scoring, is just and the control that he has. He he dictates a he dictates a lot of what the offense does. His package reminds me a lot of what like Sadio Mane uh, kind of did in the league, you know. And this trickier, is, yeah, even, less physical, even trickier, just as good as finishing, I would say. But like, just can play on the wing, can play centrally. Uh, Plays for a, like a lesser club, if you want to call it that. I mean, you know, yeah, no, it is, man. Like, yeah, but also, also like the but Brian, like the financial Brian are, weight that they have. Oh yeah, yeah, that. But they're they're a solid top half team and have been for a few seasons now. Just a season. Well, I mean, they fact. they finished top half before with Graham Potter there. Yeah, well, I don't know about yeah, last yeah, season. Just, just a, a season. Yeah, yeah. But you know, that's still significant considering their budget. And I, the team that I was going to equate them to was Southampton, and that's why it, it reminds me of when Mane was there. You know, just a very skilled player. Yeah, good result for Brighton. Kind of expected. Thought it would be more, if I'm honest. Uh, Manchester United beats Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Marcus Rashford continues his goal streak. Yeah, he's he's been killing it lately. Casemiro... Uh, f- man, almost booked for attempted murder. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you would think so, right? Well, I mean, he was choking the guy. His fucking fingers are all off of the guy. They're around his throat, but his fingers are, like, very... Man. Like, think of a... Uh, I would never let a man touch me like that for more than a second, man. Personally, I would have slid his ass. Yeah, yeah. But I would have got right? sent off, you know? Yeah, As well, yeah. yeah. But, no, that's why I'm happy that, that Casemiro got sent off, because that's... That's a very provocative thing to do to another man, you know? Like, I'm I'm actually more surprised at the guy for not reacting in a worse way. Uh, but, I mean, just, uh, uh, you know, textbook Casemiro, though. Um, you know, in Spain, in a white jersey, they might just give him a, a tap on the shoulder, like, hey, you can't he's do that. He's never done that. Oh, brother. <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably done worse. That? Ah, oh, man. I don't know. He's never done that. Yeah, he's gotten away with some some questionable tackles. I will say, but 
I, I don't have any problem with him getting sent off for that match. No, you I mean, don't do that. You that, just can't. That, you that's can't. a knucklehead move. What are you doing? Especially like, you're, you're like up. Taking it, taking it into context, the guy had his hand. Oh, had his hand around his his neck. What? He wasn't choking him. He had his hand around his neck. That's stupid. That's an uncle him. You don't want that from someone that's that's been around the game so long. That's so accomplished. It's so stupid for him to do. I, I it, it it annoyed the fuck out of me that he did that. Um, so he got he got rightfully sent off. I think. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And, uh, yeah, 2-1 uh, uh, Manchester United. And uh, Wolves, th- this was the surprise of the week, I think. Or maybe not, I don't know. Wolves <laughs> beat uh, It's not really a Liverpool surprise anymore. Yeah. 3-0. I-, I-, I guess by the margin. Yeah, but even Bright- Brighton did this to them, like, last week, I believe. Everybody's... Everybody's and eating, more, and it's more understandable from Brighton, from Wolves. Ah, but this is very flaccid in attack. Well, it's not since that, not since Lopetegui's been there. I will say that. Fair enough, but it, well, in the whole season they have fifteen goals, including that game. And probably half of them came under Lopetegui's reign. He's only been probably, there a month. Probably. What a guy, man! I mean, former Madrid manager, former Spain. I mean, what's not to like? Hey, my my boy stayed going. Ah, oh, he does that, yeah. Hey, yeah, my boy a little weird. He scares the hose away, but <laughs> hey, man, he can set up a fucking 4-3-3, I'll tell you what. Is he cute? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, my boy's cute. Yeah, but nah, man, he did his thing. I mean, not even him. Like, credit to the players, too, and they did. They have gone hard in the transfer window. Uh, addressed areas, getting Mateas Cunha, who's looked good. Um, yeah, man, good for Wolves. I mean, they were looking sad for a minute, man. It's been even dating back to last year. They look like they might be on their way up again, you know, possibly maybe challenging for a top, you know, half finish, dare I say. They're nowhere near it right now, but hey, why not? Let's imagine some crazy things. Who knows? Uh, But yeah, Uh, as for Liverpool, man, unacceptable. Look, you can lose to Wolves, but 3-0 skunk? When me and my friends play FIFA, if I score three unanswered, at the 71st minute, he's putting the controller down. Next person's up. Man, embarrassing. For Liverpool, I have to say. No, no. Yeah, but uh, anyways, enough about Liverpool. I feel like Liverpool. we've been extensive on them. Next match, Newcastle, West Ham. Wow. Good game. I mean, it was a good game. Should be a should be a win for Newcastle, if I'm honest, given how West Ham have played. And it's been a weird week. And maybe you're right. This is a weird football week. Oh, a weird football year. But in a week where both Arsenal and City drop points, Newcastle seem to not capitalize there. And, and they should have won. Um, and by the way, the you know statistics also say that as well. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was more happy with Lucas Paqueta and his celebration. Wow. What, a, what, a, what an entertainer. And yeah, at the end of the day, double hockey sticks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure you'd appreciate that, but I won't disagree. Uh, That being said, uh, let's see what's the next match. Sunday, uh, Nottingham Forest beats Leeds, 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 Leeds. And And that that was the final. Nail in the coffin for uh, Jesse Marsh. 
Jesse marched, marched, marched. As he marched, marched, marched. Yeah. Um, hey, Nottingham Forest, they're no slouch this season, but uh, um, I don't know. Leeds just haven't... Uh, they just haven't... They haven't been very productive, man. I think they're better than relegation zone. Personnel-wise. They are. They are. But, but, hey, let's be real, though. Tottenham, though. I mean, Tottenham. Sorry. Nottingham. Man, they, oh, they've invested well. Man. And they've invested a lot. Um, yeah. And maybe not well, but a lot. Yeah, that would probably be the best way to put it. They got a very talented team that, in some cases, maybe has been destined for more. But uh, this is a, a much-needed result for them, too. They got Kaylor Navas, by the way. I know. And he, he made a couple key saves. He wasn't just a, a passenger. So. No. Like, for, for Kaylor Navas, if you're not familiar... That's still a top keeper. Best keeper to ever come out of CONCACAF, by far. I think so. By think far, so. I, yeah. I think... Uh, and it's not even... You know, a certain Guillermo Ochoa. Oh, no, no. Tim Howard is... I have Tim Howard ahead of him. It's Navas, Ochoa, Howard. No, no, for me it's Howard. In it's, that order. It's For me it's Navas, Howard, uh, Brad Guzan, uh, Casey Keller, Brad Friedel, Guillermo Ochoa. Nah, I mean, like, like <laughs> I, I can give you Howard. I can understand why you would say that, and, and that's not uh, even crazy. The other two, no, I'm not. I'm not having that, son. Dude, Brad Friedel literally keeps for Spurs. Really, Diddy, Diddy, Guzan for at Villa, and I watched all of them play. And like I said, no, I'll Tim Howard. You, Tim Howard was Tim a dog. Yeah, I'll give you Tim Howard. I'm not. I'm not gonna say those. The others are above uh, Memo. I'm not gonna say that. Fair play, um, but Navas is clear. No, no, he, and, Navas um, is. I mean, dude, he played for Madrid. Uh, Enough said. Yeah, yeah, three-time Champions League. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I you know it's wild that he's at Nottingham Forest now, and it's wild that a team like Nottingham Forest can't afford his services. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's crazy. And or his transfer. It's just crazy <laughs> to think like, wow. I I maybe I could have seen Kaylor Navas being in the Prem, never at Nottingham though. It's just crazy to see. Right, you would think, oh, oh, is he at Tottenham? Is yeah. he at Arsenal? Hell, maybe even Everton. Is he at Everton? <laughs> you know, from a few years ago? Hey, Everton do have the, one of the best keepers at the moment, oh. too. Oh, that's a whole other conversation. In the Prem, though. That, yeah, that I'm not ready to have. Because I don't think Pickford is good at all. Uh, that's it. That's England's number one. <laughs> yeah, by some fucking mystery. <sighs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, Navas is better than Nottingham Forest, but maybe not. Maybe, maybe he's in, in the appropriate position after all. He is a bit older now, so, you know. Yeah, no, he's, he's definitely not, not who he was back in 2016. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, moving on from that, uh, oof. Um, maybe you could take the reins on this. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur put the beats on Man City. Um, you know... Just one of those games. Back, big mistake from Rodri to give the ball away in the final third. Um, I think it was Hoisberg who comes and inter- intercepts the ball, plays the ball to Harry Kane, and he does the rest. Kind of a muffled finish, but like I was telling some of the guys at the pub, man, like Ederson really is, is starting to kind of become a little bit... Show his true colors. I mean, he's always been this, but it's just like... After seeing what the Ortega, worn off, man. yeah, as when you see what Ortega has done, it's like, 
well, you're telling me we could have all the, the feet work or the footwork with the saving? Is it necessary? That's that. No, that's, no, it, it's, nece- my shit. it's necessary that's for my our shit. Because you have, you have defenders that can play the ball. Yeah, but it's... So is, it, is having your keeper play the ball too necessary? Yeah, it is. Is it be, entirely if it's a, If it's a so. full press that covers the defenders, you need somebody who can ping it into the midfield you accurately. You can launch it with your hands too. Yeah, but that's that's not as uh, I don't I wouldn't say that's as uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for training? as safe. Well, that too, yeah. But you know, like you know, and you know, as a as a footballer, like when you ping a pass and it goes right to the feet, like it, it even has power to go forward. I, I and I think unless you're Justin Herbert or Josh Allen, that ball is not going to carry that kind of spin. You know, to, those motherfuckers could launch it. Some can, yeah, yeah. But you know, I I just you know I, I'd be willing to give up a little bit of. Yardage or you know whatever distance from a foot. Oh well, yeah. I versus mean, versus like actually being able to stop shots. The thing about Ederson too, though, is that he's accurately pinging passes into the final third, as he did with Aguero, as he does with Holland now. But you know, the shot stopping is subpar. I have to say, it's been problematic. Uh, but aside from that, I was I was happy with City's performance. We we dominated possession, had more shots. It's just the fact that. That Arsenal lost. Yeah, that's and, and, and for sure. And like even even a draw helps you out, but a fucking loss too. Yeah, yeah. Keeps you keeps you even. Yeah, yeah, and like that's that. actually that's, what, that's annoying. That's what makes me feel better too, because I was like, yeah, I could look at it like, damn, we could have got closer to Arsenal. At the same time, like, damn, I'm glad Arsenal well, you didn't lost. Lose any ground? Yeah, but but Arsenal lost the day before, so you knew you knew. Oh, for sure. You knew you, knew you could close that gap with, within two points with a game. Yeah, and and I'm sure Arsenal were gutted. Like, damn, we lost three points. Now it's in City's hands, and they bottled it. But it's you, a relief for them. But I, I don't know if they're congratulating themselves over it. No, of course not. I mean, and and as for City, I mean, it's a, a troublesome performance. And like, remember when your mom would tell you to um, to put the chicken out to to thaw? Yeah, before she got out of work. And, and then she shows up with, like, McDonald's or something. You're like, oh, cool. Uh, and, then, and, like, I forgot to put out the chicken, you know? Yeah, that's that, true. That's Arsenal. Whereas, fucking, I, I can't find an analogy for City. It'll come to me in a bit. Uh, City? Oh, you could just call them champions of England. But, fair play. Uh, Maybe not. Uh, Maybe not. Well, we'll see you in, like, three years. <laughs> uh, yeah, for now, I'll enjoy it. I'm not, I really don't think they'll strip the titles, though. That's that's stupid. It doesn't mean anything. Oh, yeah. you guys are going to take my trophies out the cabinet? Yeah? You're going to do that? I don't know. You own yeah. my property. How about that? Yeah, yeah Richard Scudamore, you want my trophies? You come take it. <laughs> you come take it, huh? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure uh, Sheikh Mansour won't be too happy about that. Oh, no, no. He won't. And he doesn't fight fair, man. That's all I'm going to say. Clearly. I can't say anymore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, following that match, uh, another good match earlier today. Manchester United, Leeds United. Leeds, 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 Leeds. Uh, great game. Wow. Two two. Wow, what a game. Uh, again, Rashford continues his hot streak, and and I want to say which is a streak. That's all it is. Yeah, no, no, but it's it's been a nice a nice purple a patch nice scoring scoring streak. But he plays well though. He shows intent. Even when he doesn't score, I mean, he's he's their best shot at, at getting a goal. Kinda. Yeah, but kinda. he's kinda. No, he's solid though. No, he's playing very well. Um, it, it's hard to discredit him. Yeah. So Rashford's going through this nice run of form, and it continued on to today's game with the Leeds. 
I don't know. Is he that guy now? I think is he always he, has been. Is he the guy that we thought he was in terms of what England wanted for him? That's the thing, though. Like, he, if you put him on England, he's always been kind of good. You know, he has, he's been one of the better attackers. But for club football, he's, you know, suffered from a bad wrath of bad managers or mediocre managers, somewhere decent. Form. Now that he's in a position to succeed, a little bit more freedom. What what I like that I've seen from him is sometimes he drifts into the middle, has a go from far. He's just always a threat, and um, he's been kind of released from those shackles. So, yeah, um, he's playing great. Sancho's, who also scored in this game, is starting to slowly feature back in the team after not seeing much game time. Well, he went on that sabbatical. Yeah, yeah, which... What happened with that guy? Did he go to, like, a, I don't know... Rehab? I don't know, some kind of retreat or something? Yeah, something. I've been hearing a lot about that darkness retreats. You just lock yourself in a dark room for four days straight, don't see anything. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's well, one example, but I've seen other like people talk about it. I'm like, I'm curious, you know? That's pretty I insane. don't know if it's literally a dark room, though. No, yeah, it is. It is. Uh, well, that's what I was, I, was, I was listening to. It's like, no amount of light, you know, it's just... It's the, I guess, just... A psychological thing and it really leads to introversion into yourself of course i'm only speaking on what they say but i'm just curious i'm like yeah it must be crazy right uh but anyways going back to united this is a, a good game for leeds uh as for united it's a game you should win again another week where teams in the top four don't capitalize and united are, are one of them um but could have been worse they were losing for a good portion of the game and they managed to draw it at the uh 70th with sancho and and go on to uh you know get the draw yeah are uh united legit or uh i mean they're they're much better than they were last year i will say i just uh yeah as for like title threats purposes it's still within reach but it just doesn't look likely if I'm if I'm honest, just because they've shown that capability of drawing or losing to teams that they shouldn't to, not to say that any other team doesn't do that, but they look a little bit more likely. And same with Newcastle, you know, Arsenal showed that this week. City showed that, although City lost to a team that you know, quite frankly, is is in that top six conversation. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a league that's much more tighter than isn't I'm used it to. crazy? And, and I saw the stat and. Uh... Fuck, I don't know. Is it true that ever since the last time, or I guess I should phrase it this way, City have won six titles since the last time they beat Spurs away. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and the funnier, like, comparison, or, you know, fact is, like, we've never scored a goal at Tottenham Stadium. Granted, they've only been... Yeah, they've only been there maybe three seasons now. I don't know, two... Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. But since then, yeah, we've they've won six trophies. <laughs> I'm sure uh, Tottenham would trade all those results against City for at least one, even FA Cup. But you know they they always play City real well. They got their lick back, you know, after City beat them four two in that ridiculous comeback. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know if you want to go into this next week's games starting yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, let's do it. 
Uh, Saturday, we, yeah, we have uh, West Ham playing against Chelsea. Uh, I think Chelsea can win this, if I'm honest. Uh, but you know, they kind of have to, man. At, at this point, it's kind of ridiculous to not expect a positive result. True. Is is that kind of is that wrong? I mean, so like Newcastle, top four team, they they drew against West Ham, so anything can happen. But on paper, yeah, Chelsea should win. You know, and and you know anything could happen. But I'm gonna take Chelsea for the win myself, but. I don't know if it's gonna be. I think if they don't, I think if they lose, it's everyone's gonna start coming from Pottershead. Hey. Whether that's right or wrong, that's not up to me. But that that that's gonna start coming into question. Oh shit! He's got that Lambo truck. Yep. Um, following this though, it's, it's a really good game coming up. Yeah. Uh, underrated Arsenal Brentford. Um, I think Arsenal should win. 2-1. Yeah, I mean, I have like a 1-0. Yeah, maybe 2-1. But Brentford's not going to go down easy. They're a tough team coming off of a 3-0 win. Um, yeah, it's not a bad team. Uh, so, yeah, but I'll, I'll still give it to Arsenal. 1-0, 2-1. Take your pick. One goal win. Ooh, this one's good. Crystal Palace versus Brighton. Yeah. Um, you know, it, relatively, you could say they're pretty even teams, but Brighton has just shown to be just solid, man. Solid all around. Even the big teams, they give them a good run. Fucking typical, right? You just kind of fling it at them, and they just go five times harder. Yeah. Man, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I'll give it to Brighton. 2-0. Um, yeah, 2-1. Two, 2-1's one. Two, fair. All right. Crystal Palace will get their big... Uh, Fulham versus Nottingham Forest. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I'll give it to Fulham, though, to be fair. Um, Nottingham Forest, 1-0. Ah, I'll give it to Fulham. a tricky tree. 2-1. Um, following this, Leicester, Tottenham. On paper, Tottenham should win. But Tottenham, 2-0. I'll, I'll take a draw. I'll take a 1-1. Uh, next match, Southampton Wolves. I'll give it to Wolves, two uh, 0 I'll agree with that. Next match, we have Bournemouth against Newcastle United. I'll take Newcastle two nil. Bournemouth one nil. Ah. All right, and now we have a rematch: Leeds against Manchester United. What we saying, lad? United three one. Leeds. Oh, oh shit! Oh, Manchester sorry. United. Oh shit! Nah, nah, nah. That's fair. That's fair. I'll I'll give it to. Uh, yeah, I'll have to give it to Manu as well. I'll take a two one win. Next match: uh, Manchester City against Villa. A lot of people have asked this, and I don't think it makes a difference. But like a lot of people are like, do you think the players are more more motivated now that these reports have come out? I don't know if it, it matters much. How much does it factor in? Anytime they say, oh, there's a there's a problem within the locker room. Like, when you're playing, are you thinking about that? No. No. Right? Yeah. It's it's our escape. When I play sports, it, it's my escape. Anytime I hear it, I don't think it matters at all. But it's a good, it's a good excuse when things don't go well. 
I mean, maybe you know, not for the players themselves, but for like the overall narrative. I think there's a possibility though that managers can spin it in a way and be like, you see, everybody's against us, you know, yeah, blah blah blah. I don't think that's the case personally, but I could see how some managers can spin it. Any narrative that comes out, that's that's one thing about management. You see it a lot, you know. Uh, oh, we're underdogs going into this, or hey, like this, this, this. I don't really take it because this is Villa. You just go in, you do the business. Yeah, yeah. I, I think City win two nil. Oh, yeah. There's no reason why they shouldn't win. But we should have beat Everton too. So you never know. You never know. But yeah, I'll take City. Ooh, Merseyside Derby Monday, twelve p.m. Salsa and beer? Nah, nah. Shit, I ain't gonna be why in not? town. Uh, I wish. Uh, I know, but uh, man, you know, if there's ever been a time to expect a relatively even Merseyside derby, it's now. Um, but personally, I'll take a draw. Nil, nil. I'll take Liverpool two nil. Fair play. Have at it, Deitch. Fucking cut. And that's all for the Premier. Well, no. <sighs> On Wednesday, February fifteenth. By oh, the way, do you right. have a Valentine? Um, no. Redacted. Yeah, I'm. I'm just kind of. I'm just kind of keeping to myself as I normally do. He's uh, a good dude, ladies. Yeah. He's a good dude. I'm. I'm just. I'm an introvert. I'm. I'm socially anxious. Whenever I'm encountered with any kind of like, Girls you know, make me nervous. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, that's uh, this. There is this a game. Makeup game. Makeup game. Whoa! Uh, these no, teams. That's awesome beer. Yeah. Uh, that's fox and hounds for me. I'm. I I I might not come back. As a matter of fact, but oh. you're more than welcome to join. Oh. That being said, we saw what happened last time. I mean. Oh well, yeah. City got beat. They didn't like. They didn't lose, but they got beat. No, no, we didn't get beat. They got played, definitely. No, no, no. I won't say that either, man. (laughs) Seriously, seriously. I'll I'll be willing to say it was an even match, but City won. City won. And we'll leave it at that, man, because I disagree wholeheartedly. Uh, That's... No, I don't... don't, When we discussed the the review, we did not say that, and and I don't don't think that's true. They got outplayed. No, we, did, we, we didn't get out. We, we, we did, we did. It was an FA Cup game, but you know, City did not get outplayed by any measure. Uh, in fact, the only chances that Arsenal created were through Trossard, good shots, but right at the keeper. Other than that, yeah, Arsenal controlled the game, man. No, no. I mean, I, if I have they, to pull up the stats, I will. But the stat, the stats will tell you one thing. Well, we and created that's all the game. No, no, and I watched the game too. I was there for the entirety of the game. I, you know, it was. A Friday, I, I, you know, took my lunch. It was a good game, but I, if you want to call it even, you could call it that. Arsenal definitely did not dominate us. Definitely did not dominate us. I don't know. I don't know if I'd go as far as to say. Dominate. And last time we played them in the league, we won again. So we we have we have Arsenal's when number. Was that? Uh, last last season, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course, of course. I mean, and in this season when we played Arsenal, we're undefeated, and I'm led to believe the same thing. Uh, also, Arsenal didn't play their best eleven, and we didn't either. To you, be you fair, played closer to your. We best played. 11. We started Stefan Ortega. We who we established as a better keeper than than uh, Ederson with a smaller sample size. Uh, we started Nathaniel Ake at left back. 
not Joao Cancelo, and and I don't care. I know he's gone, but at the end of the day, he's better. I mean, we did not play uh, Phil Foden. Uh, but you've never played Phil Foden. Well, he's been injured. I mean, like we we had players out. They had players out. Uh, like I think it's it's not fair to say. Oh well, they only played their. It, I, but I also think it's disingenuous. Both teams had a week off. Both teams had a week off. I don't want to hear it. That Arsenal didn't win. They didn't play better. They didn't. No, the, for they me did. they didn't. They did. No, they did. Well, what makes you say you that? Never, well, never, well, say like, say that, say what they did to play better. On city no, no, no. I'm I'm just curious. What did they do better? Most of the game was played on City's half. No, I don't remember that. I I feel like we were watching different games, and because, uh, you know, the stats clearly give possession to us. We have more total shots, more shots on target, more pass accuracy, less fouls. I mean, I, I just don't know yeah, how, and, how we got and, outplayed. And the, game, and, and the stats can tell you that, but when you watch the game, City were completely not in control. And neither were Arsenal. If they were in control, they would have beat us. At least tied us. At least tie us if you're in control. I, I'm sorry. Did I'm, you see I, the bullshit goal that they scored? We didn't score a bullshit was a, goal. It was a bullshit goal, man. Oh, man. A bullshit goal is an own goal, a deflection, maybe even a penalty. That was a shot with the intent to go in the back of the net. You got to defend better. Well, every shot is with the intent to go into the back of the net, man. Well, not all reached there, and ours did. Exactly. Ours right. did, and it was a defender, mind you. That's sad. How is our defender finishing like a nine? But we're He's just finishing that, like a nine? Well, we're just that good. We're no. just that good. But anyways. No, you're not, though. We're champions of England. Arsenal are champions just elect. Barely. But, hey, man, uh, all I could say is based off what I've seen... It's a good game. It's one versus two. And sometimes two beats one, one beats two. And I, I'm just going to... Well, I think we'll get a better idea of who's better than who this week. Or next week, I, I guess. Yeah. And and if if we win two in a row, I hope it's it's because City are better, not because Arsenal are better. And we'll see. But I, I personally have City winning uh, 2-1. It's going to be an even game, possibly. It was last time. Well, yeah, yeah. I'll take 2-1. I'll take two one. Fair play. Arsenal. Both both are gonna get their leaks. These are the games, man. These are the games that you get up for. It's too bad it's on a Wednesday. Yeah. By the way, much. the goal that Ake made. Let's not forget, Julian Alvarez had a hell of a strike from outside the box that hit the post too. So that could have easily been a goal as well. It wasn't, but you know, I'm just saying, like we weren't just sitting back and just hoping that one one hit. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't say that. But anyways, that now. we do have Champions League coming up Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, first game being uh, Milan against Tottenham. Oh, AC that's Milan. Good. That's a good game. That's a good one. AC Milan are struggling right now, though. Pioli, he's looking like he lost the plot. Refuses to start Rafael Leao. Look at the last games. It's four losses and one draw. Yeah, yeah, they're struggling. And they just finished uh, losing to Inter as well, which was... A tough game to watch. Um, Inter's on a, it's on a better. No, oh, they're they're having a better swing. season, even though they're only like two points ahead of us in the league, maybe three. Um, but let's make no mistake; it's Napoli's league this year, and and they're probably gonna run away with it. Um, Inter, Inter is five points ahead of uh, Milan. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, after the Derby win, yeah. But for much of the season, Milan have been ahead of them. Up until this past month. Well, yeah, uh, Milan has hit a pretty rough patch. Yeah, yeah, but that being said, uh, you know, in the Champions League, it's... I'll take Milan. 
Uh, you know, I it's really hard to say, but one since nil. they're playing at home, I'll, one, I'll, get, I'll give them a 1-0. Yeah. Two After that, we have PSG against Munich. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, Fuck. 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, I'll take a draw myself. Oh, shit. Then there's Dortmund versus Chelsea. Yeah. I'll take uh, Chelsea on this one. I just think they have a better team. But Dortmund are, are not a bad team by any stretch. Uh, I just think that I've seen better versions of Dortmund. And you can make the case that there's been better versions of Chelsea, but I, I just think uh, Chelsea are just better on paper, and I'll give them a 2-1 win. I'll take Dortmund. 2-1. Fair play. Uh, Brugge versus uh, Benfica. Yeah, uh, I'll take Benfica on this one. Even though they, they've kind of slowed down a little bit. Well, and they also lost their best player. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's a tough one. Yeah, but, you know, Brugge are a good team, actually, to be fair. I mean, not a lot of people know about them, but a lot of the youngsters that are tipped to play for the Belgian national team come from there. And, you know, obviously guys like uh, De Ketelaire came from there. Um, so, yeah, it's not going to be smooth sailing for Benfica by any stretch. Um, and I, I know a lot of the uh, Canada fans are going to be wanting to watch Buchanan play for them. And, uh, yeah. All right. So that wraps up uh, Champions League until next week. Because then the, the following week is um, the, the second set of uh, the round of 16. Um, one last thing before we depart is the uh, Club World Cup. The prestigious Club World Cup. Yeah. I think it's the last time they're going to do it in this format. This, like, weird little format. Um, but anyway, uh, Real Madrid versus Al-Khilal in the final. Real Madrid won today uh, against uh, Al-Ahali 4-1. And then Al-Khilal actually beat Flamengo, which was a pretty huge upset. Flamengo is a pretty big uh, Brazilian club, one of, one of the best, like, if you're not looking at European type. Like powerhouses, yeah, yeah. They, they have a pretty good history, and they have decent players. They won three two, so the final is Real Madrid versus Al Hilal. Um, any, <laughs> I know you couldn't give a fuck, but <laughs> any predictions there? I don't. I kind of don't give a fuck either. Didn't they? Uh, wait, wait. So Flamengo went through. You're saying no, no, no. no. Flamengo lost. Oh, okay. They're in the semi. They they lost. They're they're in the third place. I thought I thought Real Madrid played today, didn't they? They did, and they won, right? Yeah. That wasn't the final. No, that was the oh. semifinal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Real Madrid win every time. They'll play. <laughs> I I just yeah, I, I this this tournament is so four one. Yeah, insignificant for me personally. It's, it like the format is so weird. So there's like a kind of a play in for the lower leagues. Yeah. But the team that wins the Champions League just strolls in for the semifinal. Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, and then, uh, I don't know. It's just very hard to take serious. Even when Chelsea played it last year, no, I, like anytime anyone plays it, it, it's so hard to take serious. Yeah, they, yeah. Have, they have a new format starting uh, next year, which is a lot more like tournament oriented, but that also brings in more games for teams. Yeah, I think it's like a sixteen team format now, so it's a little more serious, but it's. <laughs> Still not as like prestigious as like Champions League, for example. But anyway, yeah, I'll take Real Madrid, fucking three nil, three one, something. 
Yeah, it, it has Crazy. to be, right? Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, any parting thoughts, man? No, not really. <clears throat> I did, I want to reference that, you know, Mexico does look closer to getting a new manager as well. Ah. Um, you know, I'm not sure who they've officially decided on, but it's been said that it's definitely not going to be a Mexican manager. Fine. Um, and in fact, it's been rumored to be uh, Diego Coca, who coached Atlas more recently um, in probably their most historic stretch in possibly their history, or at least recent history. And yeah, I mean, I think it means good things for, for uh, the FMF. And yeah. I just wanted to bring that to. Uh, yeah, I, I think we'll be able. I think we'll know by the next time we talk. So, yeah, we we can discuss that and, and see if it works out. Um. Anyway, two guys, two mics, two pints. Oh wait, wait, hold on. Uh, what do you got for the Super Bowl? Uh, I, I'm gonna take the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, God damn it. Um. Yeah, they just look like the best team in football. This the the record shows it, and you know they did it against the best defense in football. It's just hard to really pick against them. Fine. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I take it you got the Chiefs. I do. I do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they got the safest hands in the NFL on their side. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's hope their defense can keep up. Cause that, that's my worry with the Chiefs. I I just. I mean, sure, you could beat the Bengals, and and that's you know impressive, but. I don't know if they got it cut on the defensive end, but hey, it's. It's uh, the big game, as they say here in the States, and um, definitely going to look forward to watching that one. All right, man. Two guys, two mics, two pints. Episode 124, and we'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.